Hey everybody, welcome back to this episode of Elevated Office. This is a bonus episode. This content is taken from an Instagram Live video that I did on Instagram a um, back in January of 2021. We talk about upcoming things for Elevated Office Podcast, as well as some new products I purchased and were using at the time, as well as new sponsor opportunities that uh, sent me some product to, to consider. So um, I hope you enjoy the episode and please uh, forgive the fact that it, it is based on a visual media um, and therefore I'm referring to people who are joining the live episode on Instagram and things. So sorry for that, but there are some questions asked and answered. Hope that's beneficial for you guys. And of course, before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to all the support I get from my sponsors. Uh, Weaver Arborist is a huge sponsor. So weaverarborist.com. Please go by and check out their stuff. Gaparborisupply.com is a great sponsor as well. And they sell Weaver Arborist products. They really strive to do good um, on their customer service side and on timely shipping. So go check out GapArborSupply.com. Very competitive on prices as well. Just send it saws if you're looking for a chain grinder or a um, or a sharpener, you know, um, bench grinder. If you're looking for Samura light bars or um, some affordable but good quality chain. Or if you just want to have your saw completely built and make it a really good work saw, go check out Just Send It Saws. And an affiliate that I work with is Arb Shirts, ARBShirts.com. And if you go to the topic Elevated Office Podcast, you buy any of the designs under that topic, I get a small commission. And you're supporting the podcast that way as well, which I really appreciate. So let's get into it. Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Eric McGrew with Eric's Tree Service in Montrose, Colorado. Clearly also with Elevated Office. You know what? I'm going to put this down for a second, so bear with me one second. Yeah, there we go. So today, um, I haven't... Hey, what's up? Kikori, nice to have you join. Um, today I am going to... Hey, Megadose Vitamin C. What is up, man? Been seeing you use your tractor a lot. You're making me jealous. I need to get a tractor. Um, Sierra Mancusi, sorry. And Davin7787, good to see you guys. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. So I haven't gotten a podcast out in a few days, or a few weeks actually, because, well, I guess two weeks. It's been really, really busy. Um, I went back to full-time climbing since my contract climber moved to Washington state and started a different kind of business there. Um, I actually missed the guy, good friend and, and a good climber. So, um, it's been, I've been having to get back in shape. So that's always fun, right? Hey, lumberjack, what's up? Um, Hey everybody, man, you guys are just coming in droves. Good. Thanks. I really appreciate it. So today, um, I'm just going to kind of get you guys caught up on a few products and things that um, I've started using recently um, that I've been using for a little bit and what's going on. Um, Hopefully, you guys know that I am pretty open, or at least I try to be, about my uh, marketing side with Arborist stuff and everything, and, and you guys know I'm sponsored 
by Weaver and Gap Barber Supply and Justin at Saul's and all that kind of stuff. Uh, okay, Mogados, I, I totally understand, man. Appreciate it. Ben Wilson, what is up? Thank you for stopping by. So um, today, I, I just wanted to kind of get you caught up with a little of things if you're interested because I haven't been able to get that podcast out quite yet. Now, I do have a new podcast recorded. It's about an hour and a half long. It's with Zach Richards. Really good content you guys will like. Um, I will be putting up a, um, what is that thing called? A QR code pretty soon that you can just scan as well. And then that way it'll take you directly to the website and make it easier for you guys. Hey, Justin Smith, thanks for stopping by. So um, keep an eye out for that stuff. I think you guys will like that. It makes it a lot easier to get to the podcast and things. So please don't forget to check that out. Now, um, I do have some projects for Weaver still to do as giveaways. Um, They'll be coming in future months. So once again, I want to make real clear and real quick notice that I don't really do these whole sign up, like, share with three friends or tag three friends kind of thing. I think that that's a fake marketing ploy and I don't like it. Um, if you're active in my community, um, if you if I know who you are and you make comments on my posts and things, whether it be Facebook or Instagram, that's how you potentially will get a free product. I don't do giveaways. I don't announce them. I just say, hey, I like that person's comments or he's always around or she's always around or you know, they've contributed. Hey, Axe and Saul, thanks. Um, so if you guys are active and, and I know who you are, just like being here on my um, live feeds, then you potentially could get something for free. That's how I do this. It, it's it's just, I think it's organic. I like it that way. And I don't re-give gifts away to the same people on over. That's not fair either. Hey, JT Tree and Hedgework. Thanks for stopping by. So keep that in mind. Also encourage other people to follow me if they're interested sincerely in my content. And I will, um, they will potentially get something as well from my vendors. I've got a few things coming out on this coming up month in February. I will be Luciano Moreno. Thanks for stopping by, ma'am. I will be actually giving away a Sumura light bar for somebody's chainsaw. You'll have to let me know whoever I pick. You have to let me know what saw you're running, what size bar it is, and then somebody is going to be getting a um, Samura light bar coming up soon. So keep that in mind. You have potential of finding something new. Now, um, the the other thing, hey, 31 flavors. <laughs> um, so another thing to keep in mind is that, um, yeah, I accent saw, I agree. Um, I didn't really know much about Sumura. I'd always heard of Sugihara, of course, and of course still has light bars and various other companies have light bars. Um, What is up? Thank you for stopping by, everybody. Um, But what has occurred is um, Just Send It Sauls, which is one of my sponsors, they sell the Samura. And I got to tell you, they are slightly heavier than the steel light bars. So like the factory steel light bars. But I have already noticed that the Samura definitely is stronger than the, um, yeah, Gary doing good. Thanks, man. Um, so the Samura are definitely a little bit better, um, in strength. So I don't worry as much about them getting pinched and that kind of stuff. Clearly you still as a light bar, you don't want to be like wedging on it and you can bend it. Right. So be careful of that. But yeah, the Samuras are, um, 
are, yeah, the Samurs are really good light bars. So I'll be giving one of those away soon. Anyway, now um, on another note, I have been asked quite a bit about a few topics. So I thought I would start doing, um, what is up? BTH growing, Grow, growing. I'm sorry. I hope I said that right, but I probably didn't. Um, but so I've been asked a number of times about um, the difference between DDRT, right? Moving rope system, doubled rope system versus like the uh, double rope system. And um, I found that I, oh, sweet accent saw, run the Samura on my 550 XP 20 inch and it's been flawless. Yeah. Four months now. Yeah, they're really, really good. Kodiak Arb, what is up? Tyler Watson, thanks for stopping back by, guys. You guys show up quite a bit. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, so the the thing is, is that um, I've been asked a lot about the doubled rope system and double rope system, the differences between the two, how they can be used, what you might use them for. And what I've realized lately, I always say I climb SRT, JK, what is up? Thanks for stopping by. Um, I actually climb double rope system quite a bit, not doubled, not DDRT. So I actually climb on two ropes quite a bit. Um, I find it way more energy efficient in a lot of ways, especially so specifically in very sprawling canopy trees, very, very large, um, Lumberjack, yeah, the Sumura, go check out, uh, talk, well, I don't know where you're at, but talk to Justin at Saul's. He can probably get you a bar for the 500i because he and Gary from um, Buxton Work Saul's are working on some 500i's right now. So um, if you want a Sumura light bar for your 500i, talk to Gary, I mean, talk to um, Lucas at Just Send It Saul's, okay? So go check them out. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I find that I climb that way quite a bit. Um, one of my lanyards is 20 foot, so I, I use that as a second rope. Um, often I'll carry two devices on me uh, if I know I'm going to be using it that way quite a bit. Or I my lanyard devices are very good lumberjack. Glad to know that you'll check him out. He, super nice guy, man. He'll, he'll definitely work with you. You can hit him up on here. Um, on Instagram at uh, Justin at Saul's, or you can hit him up at, let me see, I'll put it in the comments. Bear with me, guys. I'll get back to the topic in a moment. Your patience with me um, helps my me keep my sponsors and get more for you guys, so thanks. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Okay, you can hit his tag in the comments, um, Lumberjack Borland. Um, so, um, 
Like I run the zigzag, I mean zigzag, the zillin on my lanyard sometimes and with like a, a munter hitch on a, um, a carabiner, I can kind of do a SRT, you know, um, SRS system on my long lanyard to position me. Oftentimes I run both Mars, Gia, what is up? Mars is one of my Patreon members. So I got to give a big shout out to Mars. Thanks for supporting me through Patreon, man. I really appreciate it. Um, and so I run uh, like a, a munter with the Zillin on my lanyard to give me basically two SRT lines to climb with. And um, that helps me position much better. And especially if I'm doing long extended Liberty, what is going on? Um, Trimming work like this past week, I was working in really sprawling elm trees and the elm trees were like, I don't know, probably a 60 foot canopy, about 70 foot tall. And if you know anything about elm trees, they cluster at the end, they get really narrow and really spindly. So hanging off of one branch wasn't super awesome. Hey, Ahmad, what's up? And um, they they get kind of complicated so using two systems or a v-rig or something like that becomes really really handy right um so i do that but that also dictates me um how i run my lanyards and things which i i get a lot of comments about me running two lanyards and why and stuff so i'm actually planning on doing um here in the near future i'll let you guys know when i'm actually planning on doing a series of live events via Instagram or YouTube, where I'm actually going to pay my groundie to be the mediator on the um, computer to answer your guys' questions live as I'm doing these videos, okay? Uh, yeah, good to see you too, Liberty, and thanks for stopping by, man. Please spread the word that I'm trying to do some live videos as well um, here coming soon, so if people want to know when, uh, they'll have to follow my account here on Instagram and on Facebook to know. Because what I want is I want you guys to be able to ask interactive questions as to what I'm doing and why. And I'll actually be in a tree. Um, thanks, Tyler. Appreciate that. Um, and that way uh, you guys can ask questions as to what I would do, why I would do this and why I would do that. How cumbersome it is. Did it take me long to get used to it? All that kind of stuff as I'm doing it. How it feels, what's the difference and all that kind of stuff. And that way I can give you guys specific feedback as we're doing it, okay? Um, now understand, it's not intended to be a training course like um, tell you what is safe and what is not. I'm going over concepts and principles that you guys, most of you guys are knowledgeable enough. You know what is a safe tie-in point or not, right? What I'm trying to do is help you guys see how they can be beneficial, right? So that's something to keep in mind. I'm also gonna go over lanyards, how I use lanyards in various formats that a lot of people evidently, um, they ask me a lot of questions about this, so maybe a lot of people don't think of it that way. I don't know. Um, I'm not special by any means. I just have a very, uh, analytical mind. So I'm always looking for new ways to do things and stuff like that. So we'll be going over, um, in upcoming live events, the, uh, climbing like double rope system, not doubled double rope system, lanyard uses and systems. What I think of them, what might be beneficial, what you might want to look into. And also I will be going over, 
Um, redirects, uh, different kinds of red redirects, when I like to use one kind versus another kind, um, how to uh, use redirects to magnify the potential of your climb, and also how to stabilize sections of a tree you're climbing on with redirects, okay? So there's a lot of stuff going on with all of that. Um, I'm also going to be doing, I've got a I've been talking about this for a while. Let me see if I can find it real quick. So I've got a Rock Exotica Enforcer. Thanks, Tyler and Lumberjack. I, I really appreciate it. I, I hope it doesn't let you guys down. But I've also got a Rock Exotica Enforcer. It's turned off. I need to put batteries in it. But so I'll be doing some... Um, I'll be doing some testing on, on loads just to see how they affect things that are going on and what's happening as I'm climbing in the tree with a camera on it so you can watch some numbers and stuff like that as well. Thanks, Kodiak. I appreciate it. Um, um, so while, while we're speaking of this, I, I want to make a quick mention. Um, if you guys don't know yet or if you haven't seen yet, go by Benjamin, what is it? Um, Benjamin Jacob Asher's site, uh, Instagram, the, the poor guy just ran off the end of his rope and fell out of a tree 25 feet and crushed his ankle. Um, maybe Friday. Uh, so he, he's in the hospital, he's being taken care of, you know, like he needs to be, but just, you know, go, go give him some support and, and talk to him a little bit, try to keep his, you know, his, uh, morale up. It's not, it's not easy to do when you're out of commission. I mean, um, hey, high mileage, what's up? I, I, I didn't have an accident quite that bad when I broke my shoulder. I was still, I didn't even know it was broken. I thought I had muscle issues, but I wasn't climbing or doing any groundwork really other than one-handing ropes for my climber. And it still was hard to get through those months of, of recovery. So He's got it way worse. They're saying maybe six months before he has mobility. Go check him out. Send him a message. Just say hi. Keep his keep his spirits up a little bit, okay? That'd help him out quite a bit, um, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's a hard industry. We all make mistakes, and it's not easy to deal with the mistakes that we make, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, you guys can do that, and I'm sure that he would really appreciate that. So, um, also... I'll be giving out more stickers randomly. I've got Justin at Saw stickers, which are pretty sweet. And then um, I'll read your comment in a second, Liberty. Hold on. And I've got Gap Arborist, and then I've got Weaver stickers coming out. And I've got, of course, Elevated Office stickers that I have for me. Don't forget, um, if you want to help me pay for some of these live events I'm doing. You can buy a shirt um, through arbshirts.com. That's arbshirts.com. Got more Weaver stickers coming out to you guys randomly. Uh, you'd like to see some entry transitions. Being a semi-new climber, leery about advancing my line. Yeah, the very good point. So I'm, I'm not semi-new to climbing and I'm still leery about transferring my line. Um, I, let, let's go over some concepts real quick about that then. Um, I, well, so, okay. 
I'm going to answer one question really quickly for Mars. Hey, um, Forced, thanks for stopping by. Um, Mars Gia, do I use spikes? Yes, I use spikes, but I only use spikes where it's acceptable. So in tree removals, or if I can get onto a lead that I am fully removing without spiking the portion of the tree that I'm leaving as healthy, um, I will use spikes. But if I can't reach those areas on spike without damaging the tree with spikes, I don't use spikes, if that makes any sense. So um, I don't always use spikes even in removals though. I have found over the years that sometimes spikeless removals, depending on the size of the tree, are just way more convenient. So if that makes any sense. So I do use spikes, but only if I'm going to specifically be spiking a portion of the tree that will be being removed completely without damaging the portion of the tree that's being left. Every good climber should have spikes though, to be honest with you, especially if you're going to be doing a lot of long vertical spars. Um, like for instance, uh, eucalyptus trees or, um, old, uh, maples, um, depending on the kind of maple or like the, um, tulip poplars, because once you get all the branches off, even if you don't use any spikes on the branch work, once you get all the leads and branches off, you're still usually left with a very tall, um, you know, trunk. And at, at that point, yes, spikes become super handy for maneuvering around the tree to compensate for different angles of lean and rigging and that kind of stuff. So there you go. All right. Now, um, back to Liberty's question a little bit. Uh, yeah, using them on palm trees is, is very common. I don't know all the specifics of palm trees about using spikes on a palm tree. You're just trimming though, so I can't really speak on that. You'd have to talk to somebody else. Um, Liberty though mentioned something about uh, being leery of advancing lines and traversing and things like that, okay? So the, the thing about that is, is that it's always a little bit sketchy. Um, and you'll find some old school climbers that are a bit more confident, I guess is the word, maybe a little bit more reckless depending on how your viewpoint is. They just throw all their weight onto a, a, a new line in a new crotch in a new tie-in point and say, hey, I'm good with that. Um, they, they just have it set in their mind that it's good enough. I am more skeptical and cautious than that. That's why I like the lanyard use that I have. So the lanyard devices I have, like the um, the Grion and the Zillin or even a Prusik, uh, lets me slowly adjust my weight off of my lanyard that I know is secure onto the new line without giving it a shock load. And then that way I can kind of test it before I just hop onto a new brand, a new tie-in point that may or may not be that stable. Okay, so just a concept there for you to think about. Uh, hey, Nino, what is up, man? I haven't seen you in forever. Hope you guys are doing good. Very, very good to see you, man. So um, next thing we're going to talk about today is my new jacket. This is from England. This is a alpha jacket, Bear Tech, from Bear Valley. I know it says Bear Valley on here somewhere. But if you haven't heard of Bear Valley, you should. They are excellent. Man, I guess it doesn't say Bear Valley. It just says Bear Tech on it. But um, Bear Valley clothing in, in England. Very nice piece of kit. 
Um, so I will, I will talk about some things in my first impressions. I, what I didn't realize was that it was a soft shell jacket when I bought it, but it's, it's not quite soft shell, but it's very close to soft shell. It does have Cordura arms. The very end of this, just from this seam down to the end, are Cordura for wear. You can see where the Cordura makes that V right there. Um, and so these are wear resistant. They have uh, Velcroed wrist cups, cuffs, and they have a thumb hole that you can put your finger in through to get it on and keep it in place. Like if it's raining or whatnot, you know what I'm talking about? Um, so it's got a little inner cuff with a thumb hole in it, which makes it pretty convenient for certain things. Now, um, it has a very long tail in the back. So the tail hangs down quite a bit in comparison to the front, which helps it stay in your saddle quite a bit, okay? They, I bought this with my own money, did not pay for I mean, I did not get this for free at all. Um, so I, I was running, as many of you might know, I was using the um, Solidor Infinity Forester jacket, and I liked it quite a bit, but I needed something new. And so I went ahead and tried the Bear Tech, or the Bear um, Valley Alpha jacket. I, I wanted something a little less flashy, so I went with the black and green this time. It has um, a, a fleece and nylon, I think it's nylon, upper in it, around the shoulders. Um, and it has these really big front pockets that you can stick a coil street service, what's up? Or coals, maybe? Um, it has these big pockets that you can reach when your saddle's on. You have to kind of stick your hands down from up down. It's kind of a little bit un, unusual, but it actually works pretty well. Um, and they have one inner pocket with Velcro here. I know it's kind of hard to see because it's all black and stuff, but um, also it has pit zips. So for venting, right? You can zip and unzip. Now, what you've probably already noticed on this jacket is all of this. So I sweat like a mug. I can't help it. I sweat, I sweat really, really bad. And I find that this jacket is a bit warm. The other problem that I see with it um, is that the fleece holds all the moisture in and it becomes really, really wet inside um, as a general rule. So it's not quite as comfortable in that sense as I had wanted. What is that lumberjack 501? I'm sorry, I don't understand. If you could just text out, type out a little bit more info. Um, and, uh, oh, it has a really tall neck on it, which I like. It keeps stuff out from your neck. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they are a really good company. I'm not, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not down great. I'm not, not meaning to put this jacket down at all. I think that for a lot of people, this is a great jacket. It is a bit warmer than I had hoped for, and it holds a bit more moisture than I had. Lars, what is up? A bit more moisture than I had hoped for as well. Hey, I'm still. Um, so overall, the jacket's really good. I do wish it had a little bit more venting. 
I could live without the fleece on the inside for sure because it just holds sweat and moisture in there. Um, and it's, it, you know, your sweat marks start to come through on the seams. So that's not as ideal as I would like. But other than that, I mean, it holds into your, it stays down in your um, saddle really well. So I like that. I love the upper collar. I love the long tail on the back. It is definitely tear resistant. So that's awesome. Just overall, I think it's a really good jacket, but it does have, uh, it's not quite as cool as I had hoped. Um, and, and I know everybody's like, oh, well, it's a jacket it's supposed to keep you warm. You're right. But I, I would, I was hoping it would breathe just a little bit better. So just keep that in mind. Great price though. I want to say it was, um, what was it? $86 US shipped. So it wasn't terrible at all. Um, I haven't tried the hoodies yet, Mars, so I don't know about their hoodies yet. But yeah, they they do um, they do really well with their jackets and stuff. So go give Bear Valley a, a try if you're looking for something new. I don't think you'll particularly be, be disappointed in it. The arms, um, I don't have huge forearms, but my arms are kind of large. My forearms are. And the jacket is a bit tight on your forearms. So keep that in mind as well. If you don't like stuff being real tight on your arms and you have larger forearms, it might be that um, that's not the jacket for you either, but just so you know. Hey, Alex Contreras, what's up, man? Um, so another thing, I just I just posted about it. I just bought this G-Shock watch. Um, the whole point of this watch is because if you're like me in my clogger zero pants, I have a hard time getting my phone out without almost dropping it in the tree a lot and i often look at my time trying to manage the the progress of a job right i'm as a small business owner i have groundies and i'm trying to make sure they're keeping up with groundwork and stuff as i'm climbing and when that occurs i i have to kind of push them sometimes to go a little bit faster or to if I see them fiddling with something too long and it's not very productive, I have to say, just leave the saw alone. We'll fix it later. Grab a different saw or just drag what you've already got cut up. And when I come down, we'll fix it or whatever, right? So I watch to me or keeping track of time is really good. Um, and I have an iPhone, which I'm using right now. It's like an iPhone 11. So any of you guys who know anything about iPhones, you know they're not cheap. Um, last thing I want to do is drop an iPhone from 60 feet in the air, have it hit a branch or a trunk and break, right? So, um, I looked at, Hey, Caleric, what's up? Um, I, I got this watch off Amazon. It's a G-Shock by Casio. Let me see if I can get the angle better. Um, and it was less than 70 bucks. So, uh, the reason I bought this one they are not sponsoring me. I paid for it fully with my own money. The reason I bought this one was because it has a lifted or a raised face um, protector. So it'll help keep it from getting scratched and cracked as easy, right? That's the idea. So if you're looking for something, a bunch of climbers, I posted on Instagram and on Facebook, a bunch of guys said that they've been using them, that they love G-Shock watches for climbing because they're very robust and durable. So just something you guys might like and thought you might find interesting. Second, um, or third now, I don't know. Um, I bought recently a inverter. Hey, Forestry Girl, what is going on? 
Thanks for stopping by. Um, they, I just bought recently an inverter for my truck. Um, so if you guys have seen the videos on my pickup and how it's set up, I have a battery in the bed of the truck that uh, has a, a winch quick connect, a quick disconnect that I use to connect to my um, dump trailer so that the battery that runs the hydraulic system on my dump trailer is always in trickle charge with the alternator, just like your normal battery would be. Um, uh, not right now, Kodiak. We'll do that in, uh, another time. All right, man. I appreciate it. Um, and, uh, let's see. Um, what happened is I needed to, uh, create a way that my inverter could be used because I, I use my inverter for a lot of things. I'm always charging stuff. So now I have the new, um, what's it called? Uh, Makita XC09 top handle um, saw, and I need that to be charged regularly. Um, I'm testing, I was running three amp hour batteries, and now I'm testing out six amp hour batteries to see how much difference there is, weight versus um, runtime. Stefano, what is up? Um, thanks, Liberty. I appreciate that. Um, and so um, the the importance there is that I want my inverter not to be permanent mounted because with my upper tray and my lower slide out, it gets a little bit difficult for that big inverter box to fit in there. So I'm actually putting the quick connect directly to the inverter as well. That way I can plug it in and unplug it when I need it and don't need it. Even if I'm driving, I can have them connected. So um, very, very handy if you guys aren't, if you don't have an inverter on your truck, a 3000 watt inverter that's a pure sign inverter is a great investment. You can do so many things with it. It makes life so much easier. I charge my steel GTA uh, 26 batteries with it. I charge my steel batteries. I mean, my um, Makita batteries with it. So also I went Makita specifically because Makita's new top handle saws are pretty impressive, but I also have Makita drills and uh, like my hammer drill for um, cabling trees. And I also, um, yeah, Cody, uh, 12 inch bar. Yeah, I, I think I have a 14 or a 16 on mine. It's, it's, it's actually too big. I need to go down a size, but I'll live with it for a while. Um, so like I can just use the 18, same 18 volt batteries for my top handle battery saw, for my drill and for my impact um, drill that all work perfectly and this inverter just keeps them all charged. That brings me to another point, which is um, why I think you should be climbing with a action camera. So a lot of guys are like, I'm not into YouTube. I don't really care about an action camera. Uh, I, you know, and, and I get that. I'm not saying you should be putting videos up on YouTube. It, that's up to you. It's a lot of work and I don't make any money hardly on YouTube. So if you're going to do it to be rich, then then forget it. Unless you're like August Hunnicky who just has a knack for it. Um, but I use my, uh, my, um, GoPro that I run specifically because it actually helps me analyze my own climbing. Um, so I often run my GoPro and then I get home and I watch jobs and I'll fast forward to sections of the job that I felt went way slower than I, than it should have. 
and I see what I was fighting with and what I could have done differently for the next job so that I don't have an issue at that point, right? Um, the, the idea is always being more efficient because the more efficient you are, the less energy you're expending and the more uh, energy you're saving, the less fatigued you are and the more safe you are. That's You'll hear me, everything I do is about this. And, and this comes from years of being in... Um, this comes from years of being in safety uh, for, what's it called? Um, yeah, good idea, Kodiak. They really are handy to have. It's And if you do make a mistake, you have a recording of it to see what you did wrong and what should have changed with it. Um, climbing with a camera like that, even if it's just on your helmet, but especially if you have it on like a tripod or clipped onto a branch and you can see from a third person, how you were doing the work, so, so handy for just training of yourself and figuring out how to be a better climber overall, right? Uh, it's just really handy. So kind of keep that in mind. Um, I And if you have one, then you have to keep the batteries charged. So once again, the inverter goes to charging my batteries. So um, just something to think about. We'll talk about more of this stuff in my podcast as well, of course. Now, I do have a couple of things that have occurred recently that I want to bring to your attention. One, I just got my Echo 501P that's fully built by Justin at Saws and Buxton Saw Work or Work Saws. So you'll be seeing more information on that coming up very soon. Um, it's currently got an 18-inch bar. We're going to put a 20-inch bar on it. Um, there is a good chance I will be ditching my Steel 201T for a fully ported, polished, and completely built 2511 with a 14-inch bar. So the idea will be that I'll be running a 14-inch bar, fully built 2511 for removals, and I will be running the muffler ported and quarter pitch chain conversion 2511 for trimming, and then I will have the 501P with the 20-inch bar as the next step up. And then I have my 461 with the 28 inch Sumura light bar. And then I also have the 661 with a 36 inch bar, which I'll probably be going up to 42 inches here soon, maybe 48, because I'm looking at having that one completely built as well. We'll see what happens though on all of that. So got a um, bunch of plans in the works. Um, also, I was sent a gift, which was amazing. So just so you know, guys, I send out gifts from my sponsors to people because I want to help you guys out. That's it. It, Yeah, it's, you know, marketers do it for marketing and all that. But really, um, I don't just have sponsors for me. That's, I've never been that kind of guy. What excites me most about having sponsors is actually being able to send you guys products. That's what's awesome to me, just giving stuff away. But I um, sent out a rope bag from Weaver to Robert Bettis, and he's like, I got your address, so I'm sending you something. I was like, uh, what are you sending me, man? He's like, you'll see. And dude, he sent me a 3M Protecta brand new bucket harness. So as most of you know, I am a climber, but I do use buckets from time to time when it... Um, when it merits it, right? Um, some trees just too sketchy for me to take a risk on if I don't have to, or sometimes 
If I'm overly fatigued and I can get a lot more done more efficiently in a bucket, then I'll rent a lift and I'll do it. And I need a harness for that. And cannot believe you sent me something so awesome as that. So thank you, Robert. I really appreciate it. Uh, Liberty, yes, big bars equals big wood. We have some big wood out here. Um, cottonwoods, 120, 150 years old, some of them. Completely hollow in the center, and they're five foot in diameter, six foot in diameter. Willow trees up to 11 foot in diameter, some of them. Right? So yeah, we get some big wood out here. Um, and sometimes when they're so rotten like that, especially the old weeping willows, a bucket is nice and that's where that harness. Now I had a harness, I have a camp safety harness, but I can't say no to another really nice harness. Plus I get to test it in comparison to the camp safety harness and give you guys feedback on it. So that's always awesome. Speaking of that, um, recently, Another sponsor reached out to me. I had I, I did not um, solicit with them. They reached out to me. And it is this brand here that is Rock Rooster. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Rock Rooster. They're a boot company. Don't know if you can see that very well. But they asked if we give you a free pair of boots and I could select any boots they had on their site, and I will be upfront and tell you they are not an arborist company. They are just a, a boot company, like construction, work boots, whatever, whatnot. Um, would I be willing to take photos and do a review on them and take video of them? And I told them I would only, only support them if I felt that the boots were quality enough. So they could send me a pair of boots, and if I liked them, then I would help promote them. They could use photos and everything, but if I didn't like them, I wouldn't take photos, and I definitely wouldn't promote them, okay? So, no, I got these, what is today, Sunday? I got these Friday, and I have not used them enough. Lloyd Tree Services, what is up? The Tree Musketeers LTD, nice to have you with me. So I haven't used these out in the field yet or anything like that. They are not climbing boots. I don't know that they would do real great for climbing. They're more of a groundy boot. They have a composite toe. It's kind of unique. The toe stops really short. It's like, well, it's a little longer, but the cap is kind of short on it. it the toe composite goes all the way back like normal, but the cap is kind of short. But I gotta tell you, they're really nicely made and they're not super expensive. Um, We'll have to see how longevity is on them. I don't know yet. We'll see about that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, Kodiak, you're right, man. Plus, not only that, but I'm also testing out the Hakes and the Arbortex. And I've got um, I've got a pair of Arb Pro clipping steps that I've been using that still have life in them. And I've got a brand new pair of boots, Arb Pro clipping steps I've not even put on yet. And I've had them for like a year, so... Yeah, I've got a lot of, I've got too many boots, honestly. <laughs> but, um, so they sent these to me, and I gotta say, they they look really, really well made. I was surprised, especially for the price. Don't know how the longevity's gonna be yet, but they are the closest thing to a tennis shoe that is a work boot I have ever put on. Probably, um, probably the most comfortable, at least firsthand, that I've put on. Um, once again, haven't worked in them yet, so I can't say anything about that. I don't know how well this traction will do 
out where I work a lot and stuff. So I'll give you an honest review. But honestly, if you're looking for like a work boot around the house, these might be a boot to look at. They are really lightweight, super comfortable so far. And I will give you longevity reviews on them as time goes on, okay? But once again, did not pay for them. Just keep that in mind. I don't want anybody to be misunderstood. But I did give them a contingent. I told them if I didn't like it, I wouldn't even review it. So far, they seem good enough to be worth reviewing, okay? So got that going. Thank you, the Tree Musketeer. Um, I try to do real reviews. I don't like to do all these over-the-top hype things. Uh, I, I find that it just makes people not trust you. And I don't like that. I want you guys to know what you're buying, right? Um, and I buy a lot of stuff to test as well. One of those things that I've tested in the past, I've talked about a little bit and I'll talk about it again, is like this. The California Swivel by CMI. So, um, and I'll do a very quick review for you guys on it right now because I have it in my hands. So I don't think it's bad. Um, I don't like swivel. I, I'm sorry. I do not like pulleys on my rope bridge. They move too fast for me. When I, when I roll, I feel uncontrolled and it kind of goes from like where I want it to be to completely rolled over faster than I want it to be. So, um, that's why I use swivels. And I wanted this one because it has a three separate points, kind of like a um, uh, hitch, uh, yeah, a hitch climber, right? Pulley. Um, but what I did find is that they messed up on a couple things for my preference. This is my preference. The thing is built solid. It's not going to let you down. It's not a bad investment overall for the quality. But these, it's really flat in here. And then the breakovers are really hard. They're very short radiuses. And so I found that it would catch on the bridge and it wouldn't let me rotate without having to kind of shift my body weight, bounce and stuff. And I didn't like it. It wasn't very fluid. It was very just on off and, and sticky and not my thing. It actually started to annoy me quite a bit. Plus these wings are actually kind of big. And with the swivel, they would actually come in contact with my buckle on my saddle and things and clang and I just didn't particularly care for it. So I actually run the DMM large swivels on my bridges. I run a DMM large swivel on both of my bridges in fact. And I love them, they're great. So I don't think this is a terrible device. I know some people will like it, but it's not the device that I would climb on and I won't particularly recommend it. I will say that it's a decent enough quality. I don't have a fear that it's gonna fall apart or be you know, dangerous to you by any means. It's just not what I like. If it, it, if it would, if it had a softer, wider section, so the radius was softer and, and longer, I think it'd be better. Humbar, what's up? Thank you for stopping by. So, um, you guys might like it, might not. I don't really care for it. In fact, if anybody wants it, DM me your, um, your address and I'll probably send it to somebody. Um, what's going on? It's in good condition. I just don't use it, so there you go. All right, um, what else? Anything else right now? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's kind of all that's been going on for now, so I'm kind of winding down. Thanks for everybody who stopped by and was checking out what's going on. Please don't forget, if you'd like to help me get those um, training seminars, so, I, so people who are listening now that weren't here earlier, um, I'm doing training some, well, I'm, I'm doing concept training 
here soon in a live format. I'm going to have my groundy. Oh, thanks, Matthew. What is up, man? Um, and, uh, <laughs> D. Louise, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Cinder Robinos Finch Arb. Man, you guys are joining. Thanks. Um, so everybody that's here, I'm going to mention it once again. Pretty soon, and I'll give you guys updates on my Instagram. So please follow my Instagram feed or my Facebook. But um, I'm going to do live scenario training for concepts. Now, I'm not going to go over like, I'm not going to tell you what to actually do as far as like, what size union to tie into and all that kind of stuff. You guys have, every tree is different. Every situation is different. You got to figure that out and be safe about it. I am going to go over concepts though that will help you be safe making those decisions. So we're going to go over once again, um, lanyard selection and choice, double, not DDRT, not doubled rope, not moving rope but double rope techniques that I use with a long lanyard or a second short climb line and how I use those for work positioning and things and why I choose to do so. And we are going to go over some redirect options for how to stabilize branches with your redirect and what kinds of redirects are available. Hey, what's up, Bowman clan? Um, and what kind of redirects you might want to use when and what ones you want to avoid at certain times potentially so that you can be more efficient with your redirects and things like that. So once again, lanyard systems that I like and why, how I use a lanyard um, in multiple scenarios, double, not doubled, but double rope systems I use and how, and then also redirect systems what options are available. And I don't know them all, but I have a number of redirect options that I use um, and how you can use those not only for your own safety, but also for stabilizing things that you're working on, making things a little bit more efficient for you guys, okay? Um, once again, not trying to say I'm an expert trainer, but I have concepts that I've been using that I think a lot of people will like. I get asked about them a lot. So we'll go over that stuff. And they will be live seminars. I'll have my groundy actually running the computer. He'll be asking me in the tree, you guys questions, and there will be cameras in the tree so that you can see me. And um, that way I can answer in the moment the specific questions you guys are asking. So keep an eye out on my Instagram and Facebook for those lives coming up. They might be on YouTube. I don't know yet, we'll see. But that will be coming um, pretty soon as the weather gets a little bit better and we can kind of figure out um, all the, uh, what's it called, uh, information. Now, I'm not charging for the um, attendance, but if you guys want to support by donations, that would be helpful because I'm still having to pay my groundy to be there to do that. And I'm, I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying if you would like to, it helps me be able to do this stuff for you guys because it's a lot of setup and it's a lot of, it's a lot of work to get something like that set up. So, um, appreciate all the support. You guys have been great. Once again, if you don't know yet, um, I would recommend going by and checking out, uh, Benjamin Jacob Asher's Instagram feed. He accidentally came off his, the end of his climb line, fell 25 feet and crushed his ankle. Um, I mean, really bad, 
or his leg. I can't remember. I think it was from his ankle down. And it sounds like they're going to have to do like three surgeries. And he's going to be – they, they're expecting six months before mobility in his ankle. So if nothing else, just kind of giving him a, 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 a shout-out to kind of keep his spirits up because you know how it is when you've got a really bad injury, especially us who are active and climb a lot. It gets hard to be um, in a in a you know in the bed forever uh, like that, and having to go through physical therapy is awful. So, um, hey, Chris, what is going on? So yeah, keep Benjamin Jacob Asher in uh, some comments and stuff, and and try to encourage him. Um, other than that, if you guys want to support me and my podcast, I've got more episodes coming out. Please consider going by and checking out Arb Shirts, ARBShirts.com. Check out the um, shirts that I have up on. If you go to the Topics uh, Elevated Office Collection, any of those shirts, Walmart, what's up? Um, they have, if you buy one of those designs, they're all my designs, like this shirt here then I get a very small portion of what you buy, and that helps me keep all this stuff going for you guys. So I appreciate it. Kodiak Arp, thanks. Good listening, Eric. Um, Redirects, interesting. Take it easy, man. You too. And I hope that you guys are all all right, and I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks, Finch Arb. Um, I, I really appreciate it. If you feel like you can promote the podcast for me, that would be amazing. Uh, any kind of you know promotional things that we can get going with the podcast – makes it even more possible to get more people on the show, makes it more. So a lot of it is if I get enough continued listens and progressing, then my sponsors want to keep sponsoring me, right? Plus other sponsors might want to come on and help sponsor me, which makes the podcast become even more um, feasible in the future. So thanks Bowman clan. Um, I hope I say, I'm saying that right. And then Fincharb, thank you. Appreciate it, guys, and I will see you guys in the next one. Take care. Bye.